0: Well, first of all, thank you for saying yes to doing this. And you all, all five of you, all of our kids are so awesome. We're so thankful of uh, how you are a big part of this church. we're so happy just to see you and to get to hear from you. I'm going to ask you a few questions. Actually, let's go to the uh, sermon slides of the adults to see what the three questions are. Because in a moment, after after the kids have led us and, and kind of showed us...
1: How to be open and how to be full of wonder. We're going to ask you, the rest of you, these
0: questions. And to, to hear from you, we'll have a little bit of an open mic to hear. So far as we've been going through this series on Scripture, particularly how we're relating to Scripture, we want to hear from you. But the kids get the first word, and the kids are going to lead us in doing the theology this morning. So, now, oh, hi. Right. Good morning. Good to see you. Now we've got six. This is great. I, if I can ask you, If I can ask each of you a bonus question, can we just start off with a bonus question? I'm curious to know, what would be one of your favorite stories? Maybe it's a story in a book, maybe it's a story in a movie that you've read. I'm curious to know, Keena just had his birthday, so I might have a guess on your story, but I want to know, what is your favorite story? Um... make about it, Do you? No? Harry Potter.
2: <laughs> Harry Potter.
0: I wondered if you were going to say that. Anyone else like that story? Yeah. Oh yeah, they're with you, Keena. They're with you. What about you,
1: Keena? Harry Potter. Oh. oh, anyone else like those stories?
0: Yeah. <laughs> they're with you. What about you, Eva? This uh, is not a Room, get and you get to learn something from
2: the Bible. <coughs> you think that's surprising, It's surprising that no matter how many chances God gives the Israelites, so they still
0: forget
2: about me, when they need um, help, they're like, help me, and he has another miracle. Another
0: Surprising.
1: Um, that's surprising because Jesus is in my heart.
0: Surprising that Jesus lives in your heart. What a great thing to share with
1: us. Anyone else surprised
0: about that? That is a miracle. That is a mystery. Ooh, we're getting into some deep theology this morning. Winston, you ready?
1: Um, Jesus is also in my heart. <laughs> The surprise is. It's so good. Anyone else want to share
0: a surprising thing about the Bible? helped you change. Can you tell us what it is? What's something you learned that helped you change? Let me go down to the end here. Anything else you learned that's helped you change? As a church, we're all learning that Jesus shows us what God is like. like. And so what is something that you've learned from Jesus that's helped you love him back, helped, helped you to love God? go, yeah. Amen. So you're saying you've learned... That Jesus is friends to people that nobody else knows. <laughs> wow, that is awesome. Can I see that? I
2: hope you okay. It's just
0: good to know that He's really coming. It's very good to know that He's coming, Yes. You wanted to say that same one? Yes. Okay, so two. Uh, it's everywhere in our hearts. It's awesome. Yeah. I remember now I, uh, that uh, there's a lot of
1: times
2: in the Bible where it shows that like, Jesus loves to and I think that's
0: really awesome because I can relate to it. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes. Anyone else relate to that? Yeah. yeah. That's really good. Um, can we thank you? great kids for leading us in the Well, how about the rest of us? We've got these three questions up here. If you want to answer one of those, or if you want to take a little more of the general approach, maybe something that we've been learning this Lent, or this, uh, this series on scriptures, we've been looking at how we relate to the Bible. What's something...
1: That you've learned. Uh, just put up your hand and you. we'll do the
2: rolling mic thing, and we'll have a few moments here for sharing. Say we've been hanging, I guess. No? Um, I was just reading this week um, some neat things. Um, I- what stood out to me in scripture we're thankful for is we have the privilege to get to know God. And I think what's uh, similar about Christianity to other religions is we all get to idolize, worship, adore these figures that we put ahead of our lives. But what's so unique about God, our God, is that He wants to be known by us. And I love to see that through the Psalms and through the new testament and then it's matthew 7 where jesus says you know people say lord lord and then he'll say i never knew and it's like jesus wants us to pursue him just as much and so that mutual known to me is the root of belonging and calm sunday and turning into our world and i don't know the mutual known to me was what. So was like, yeah. Thank you. was Um, God does not give us the spirit of fear, but um, gives us the spirit of love, strength, and uh, self discipline. And I've really been focusing on the, the fear part for a couple of years. So wherever I see fear, my first thought is something is important in the relationship with God and we wouldn't be afraid. So whenever I get fearful, that makes me stop and step back. But just recently, in the last couple of weeks, Especially, I think, since COVID-19, the self-discipline part is really bringing to me. And I'm starting to... The way I'm understanding it is that strength of self-discipline at the us is to stop and not be afraid, because God is in charge, take note of the whole situation and find out where God is in it, and not be reactionary. Because I find that when I get reactionary, i lose it, And when I be stuck, and go back to him, and discipline myself, which is not easy, and
3: go, okay, God, what's going on, and where are you, that just helps the center for me, God. Okay, my arms. Who else would like to share? I wasn't going to share, but um, that same passage that's been on my heart, and uh, God has not given us a spirit of fear for love, power, and sound mind, our self-discipline. I recently saw this documentary. It wasn't part of my Lent uh, activities, but uh, it's called Accidental Courtesy. Has anyone seen that documentary? And it's about this African-American man who confronts his fear with the KKK. And he befriends and shows love to the KKK. And as a result, some of the leaders stepped down, gave up their robes, and he started a collection of KKK gay, 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 robes, this black guy. And uh, to me, was just an astounding image of, he's not given us a sphere of fear, but this guy, uh, what's his name? I don't Daryl Davis? Daryl Davis, musician? Love, power, a sound mind, fear didn't cripple him or paralyze him, and so I was really, I was really touched by that. Passage and how it relates to uh, Daryl Davis. Check out the documentary too.
2: Their one. And at this church, I've experienced that. When we see Jesus, we see God. And God, we participate with God because of the Holy Spirit in us. So, God is speaking to us through the worship service. We reply back to Him. The Spirit helps us to do that. And He is glorified. And we'll be that at that the table as a <laughs> church. We are joining and remembering, and we are remembering all the saints of all time that are part to the church, and that will come again, or, and that we will be joined with them at the end time when we have the eschatology and God wants to so, And I'm going to be here for two many more Sundays, so... You guys have been amazing, and I hope I can come back and uh, spend more
1: time with you
2: again. Hi. um, I like something surprising. Something surprising. I like how beautiful it is in everyday life, once you and say, what they're saying. <laughs>
0: Okay, I remember when you learned that a couple months ago, you told me that. And that was so cool. Like, you learned something and then you started talking to the of that. You really good example. all the three gods one god. You might also want to share it. How terrifying would it be if I just ran up to somebody? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: about how Jesus met in God, and for many of your generation, it's part of who you are, but in my generation, it wasn't really, um, we um, talked a lot about it, but she didn't do it. so I think what I've really been struck about this last year, it
1: was just, I don't know, it's hard as I get it, and I, it's been impacted by spirits, that's what I've learned.
0: belabor it, but um, we'll do the last call. Anyone else thinking about they
2: might, Maybe should share something. Yeah, I think <coughs> It really struck me, um, in the ways that it just really is a hassle when um, people get to be a of or a student to do things that are just injustice in general. That I feel like when you feel that
1: hassled in that or of
0: like straight anger. Um, just displays that anger you know I just I... it doesn't show up in our uh, gospel reading for this morning out of Matthew twenty one, but in Luke's gospel account, there's this little mention. That Jesus, when he, when he rides into the city, it's this is almost a throwaway line, but it says that he entered from the east. Now, there was, you may know, there's a lot of parades and processions where the Roman Empire would, would come in and they'd flex their might. And many of you got, you got some big muscles. You know, some of you do. Yeah, hands up there. Appreciate the humility. You say, yeah, I do. It's true. Yeah you. Um, yeah, and so the Roman Empire would often be coming from the west side of the city, and it would be a big, impressive parade. That a symbol of an eagle, and often the leaders would ride in on war horses and regalia and armor. It'd be loud. It'd be impressive. You couldn't miss it, and it was the statement from the Roman Empire was its flexed might dominance, power, don't mess with us. But the gospel says Jesus came in from the east so low, so subtle, we could miss it. No war horse, a donkey. Jesus comes in from the east and he shows us that God is not in the flexing night even though he has all. No, God's not inter- interested in stamping you out or stamping out your personality or dominating you. Jesus shows us that God speaks in and creates in from the east from the places where we're not looking. And at the end of our text, verse 10 says, when he entered Jerusalem, the whole city was shaken, saying, who is this? Who is this? And that's what Jesus does to us every Lent, every Palm Sunday. We're shaken. Who is this? One that is so humble and comes in low and is okay with obscurity. Spirit. So could it be that some of my expectations for how Jesus is going to work in my life, I'm expecting to come in from the West, expecting to be a little more obvious, maybe get a little more stuff done, be a little more flashy? Could it be that we expect Jesus to be more like Rome and the ways of power that we're used to that are top-down, authoritarian, and that we, we miss because he's coming in from the East. He's coming in with humility. And, subtlety. and so as we come to the table, we're reminded and we're confronted with this different vision of glory. A different definition of power and strength. It's God's strength made perfect in weakness. We see that so clearly on the cross. So we get got to come to the table celebrating that this is how God works in the world, and this is how God is working in all of our lives and our life as a church. God comes in from the east. Gentleness, humility, subtlety.
1: Jesus is riding in once again this morning. And so we come to this
0: table.